Go beyond the superficial. Go beyond the noise. And Hype delivers business knowledge gained from developing and manufacturing hundreds of products, working with high-growth entrepreneurs from all over the world. Focus skills and passion into innovative ideas. Take control. Become the engineer of your own life. Transform product ideas into business realities. This is End Hype. Transform product ideas into business reality. My name is Callie Keen, and this is End Hype. Are you following what I'm doing with the Ultimate Product Launch Campaign? If you're interested in products, you're probably you probably are because you're you're listening to a product entrepreneurship podcast. But maybe you're a coach or a service person thinking about getting into products so you can expand your revenue. You have that additional revenue stream. You can increase your brand, have that tangibility, have that top of mind that physical products can do versus just having services. Maybe you're just interested, you're kicking around that idea and you haven't even heard about the ultimate product launch. You haven't heard about the thing that I'm doing for the last six weeks, which I I totally understand. We're bombarded with information from all angles. You're on Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, you're on TikTok, you're looking at Clubhouse, all of these different platforms So it's pretty easy for my message to get lost in that mix. I try to put it out in the least spammy way, least annoying way possible on the podcast, but I'm going to go direct today. I want to tell you about where we are in this process, recap what we've done, and start with why I'm even doing it. What am I even talking about? I've been creating content on the internet for a really long time. I think 1996 was the first time I made a professional website and I've been doing lots of different side hustles online. I've sold things on eBay. I've done affiliate marketing. I've done SEO. I've done a lot of these things that people keep recycling and talking about. I've tried many of them, but the thing that's been the most successful for me, and maybe it's just because it ties into what I actually have spent the last 15 years doing, it's selling products. Because I can develop products, because I have seen people launch so many products, I kind of see what works and what doesn't. I have seen big mistakes that brands make. I've seen mistakes that big companies make. I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on simple strategies to be successful. But as I go out and I'm on these different platforms and I see these gurus talking about they have the they have the secret unlock and then you look at what they're selling and they're just selling another Facebook ads course and they're pretending like they're e-commerce experts or they're just saying, Hey, start an affiliate program, buy my course for a thousand bucks. I'll teach you how to get people wearing really tight pants to rep your product. Like these are not even tactics. They're just slivers of old tactics that people use to build businesses already. And maybe you'll get some lift out of it. But more than likely, this isn't going to be the thing that builds your brand. It gets me really frustrated. So I started kicking around ideas and I talked to some of my friends and talked to, you know, I just saw what people were doing. And I thought what would be really cool is to repeat a campaign that I did years ago, but to take it up a notch, take it to the next level. I want to go from a clean sheet of paper to launching a product in a public and visible way. And I want to document the process week after week 
and show people this is a little framework. This is a little roadmap that you could follow as well. This is what I did this week. This is the strategy that I use. And I want to give away the actual information. This is how you do it. Really, it's to defeat those fake gurus that are out there tricking people that they have some secret when it's really not one secret. It's lots of little pieces that if you look at it from a systems perspective, yeah, there are smarter ways of doing things. There's ways of de-risking the entire solution, but what they're selling is quick fixes and fake secrets that aren't really even business tactics. So I figure I'll put it all together. We'll do this launch. We'll go live every single week. And that's what I've been doing, ultimate product launch. So if you're listening to this while I'm doing the campaign, there's probably a post-roll call to action at the end of this podcast. But if you go to redbluecollective.com slash product launch, you can just cut to the chase. And I have all of why I'm doing this, what I'm doing. I even have a schedule week after week. If you click join the campaign, it takes you to the private community, which I made a free section of it just so I could post the recordings and people could follow along. I go live every week. We have all these training materials, but if you want to just follow the ultimate product launch campaign, I'm making that freely available. uh, So you can watch the recordings for as long as you want, but that's what I'm up to. I wanted to just dive in really quickly into what we've done so far, where we're going. So I think this so far, this has been going really well. I built these steps because each one of these represents a question that somebody who's listening to the podcast or watches me on Instagram or on LinkedIn, they ask, and I put my process out there and I made it a little bit more drawn out so I could build little tools strategies that help people overcome those problems. So the first week we talked about customer niches and really the way that I think about this is radically different than how everyone else does. I made a podcast about this as well, but I get the question, what's the most profitable market niche? I get this question all the time because people have an idea or they built a product and they can't sell it. Or people, they see what somebody else is doing. They're like, how do I break into the fitness niche? I I see that's really profitable. How do I do this thing? And they're so disconnected between where they are and the reality of that market that if they were to try, they would spend tons of time and tons of money trying to access them, usually through some kind of uh, suboptimal ad strategy that even if they were successful, they'd build a product for a group of people they don't care about. They build a business that they don't like. They would just build a jail instead of building freedom. And I've seen this repeatedly, and that's if they were successful. So we talked about how I pick avatars, which are generally based on intersections of interests that you have. And we find that niche intersection of those things. And generally there's communities that are formed around that. You can read Seth Godin's Tribes, explains this fairly well. But there's these communities of people and they're virtual and they're only together by the way that they identify themselves. It's not demographic information, it's psychographic information, it's sentiment. And they have clearly defined leadership, they have things that they believe to be true, they have shared values, they read some of the same books, they are on some of the same Facebook groups. Like you get the idea. And we pick a niche group of people that we have access to, that we like, 
because when we're successful, when you launch a successful business, you'll be working with these groups of people for five years, 10 years, 20 years. And you want to actually like the people that you, you serve. Otherwise, you're going to hate your business. So the most profitable niche is the one that you could serve for a decade, not the one that's the hot thing for the summer. Short-sighted thinking isn't even point optimization. It's just terrible from a long-term systems point of view. There's zero possibility of success. It would be accidental. You would definitely pivot over time. But that's what we talked about in week one, how to pick that customer avatar, whatever one people want to call it, the ideal customer avatar, and the unique way that uh, I approach that versus everyone else. Because the way I do it, it ties into a lot of other strategies, and it makes sense, again, from a system point of view, instead of drawing a picture of customers and naming it Sally and saying that she does these things and this is the toothpaste she uses, like that's irrelevant information. We need to know what she believes to be true, who she wants to become, what she needs to achieve to become that, what she values, what pains that she has, what emotions she's gonna feel once she achieves that aspirational identity. Those things are super important and nobody's working on that because that's how you build really successful brands. And that's difficult, deep work unless you use the process that I talked about. So people just ignore that and they use demographic information because uh, it's easier to sell to people and it's, uh, it's just fake guru nonsense. And then we talked about customer stories. So like, how do you figure out what uh, market opportunities is another great question that people have is like, how do I find a problem worth solving? Or what's a great opportunity? What's a great product to sell? And if we know who we're serving, we can literally just go out and ask them. It's not any more complicated than that. All the strategies that I deploy are really simple. They're just super different than what other people use because their strategies don't work. Really simple strategies work. Uh, you can execute them in a short period of time. We can refactor. We can actually build a business around them. So when we talk about what people need, we can go out and we can ask them about their problems. And this kind of validates that this is the right customer for us too. Because if you can't talk to them, if you can't even get them on the phone, how are you going to sell to them? So we talk about go-to-market strategies. If we go talk to people about what their problems are, what they bought before, we can listen to the messaging that they use, the vocabulary they use, the passion in their voice, how many times they've tried to solve the problem. We can value that problem. Over time, I want my friends and my clients to be the category king of a problem for a specific group of people. Not the number one product, because that's vanilla. It's not very defensible. I want them to build a product portfolio, which we'll get to in a second, that helps people achieve an aspirational identity. So I want you to be a category king of a certain problem that they have that helps them become this other thing, helps them get belonging in their life, helps them achieve a certain goal. As we uncover those stories, we can see the problems in the context that they have. And then we can go to our next step that we talked about in week three, competitive analysis. I'm not just looking at who's gonna compete against that specific product. I'm looking at direct competitors, indirect competitors. I'm also looking at other people in the market that ecosystem of products and solutions that help people facilitate 
what they're trying to actually achieve. So if I look at competitive analysis, I can look at everything that exists. I can also look at where those solutions fall short, why people don't really buy them. Very often, I find existing products in other markets that would solve the problem that my customers have, but nobody's ever bought it. They're unaware that it exists. And by connecting what their actual needs are to reality, I can bring new solutions to that market and I can go really quickly. But I'm not really so much worried about, hey, somebody's done this before, or hey, there's a competitor, because I'm going to compete with them from a completely new angle, a different angle, a brand angle versus just a feature angle. But we can look at what exists, what people have created, how they market it, where do they market it, what messaging they use, how do their ads work? We can look at all of this stuff, but we're coming from a position of success, of what people actually need, what actually exists, and then we can move into what we talked about in week four. We talked about product sourcing. Instead of going out and developing a product from scratch, which costs a ton of money, what I want you to do, what I want people who are just starting to do is I want you to start selling things that already basically exist because the difficult part of running a physical product brand is actually running the business. It's not the product. There's people out there like me that can design anything, that can manufacture anything that you need. That's not really the obstacle. The obstacle is for you, is how do you run operations? How do you expand your team? How do you get people to do the things that you need to get done? Are you gonna bring marketing in? Are you going to bring customer service in? Are you going to outsource those things? How are you going to get a partner? How are you going to handle returns? All of the actual elements of running a business are 95% of the issues. So when we talk about building products and understand this is coming from, from me, somebody that develops products and manufactures products, when we really look at the whole problem set, when we look at the whole system, the product is only a little piece. It's a strategy for a moment in time. It's not the whole problem. I want you to develop very simple products or augment existing products and learn how to run a product business. This will force you to have really great brand. It will force you to have really great marketing. It'll force you to build relationships versus just relying on, hey, if I had that one hit, that one home run product, everything would be solved. Because in general, that's not how the world works. You hear about those stories because it's very rare that you hear about the failures. There's very few articles written about all of the people that never made it to market. All those failures are hidden underneath the line. So for product sourcing, we keep things simple, but I did give a strategy for how to find manufacturers, how to vet them, how to source products, how to find products. And I think that eliminates a lot of problems that people have and apprehension that they have around product manufacturing. Certainly a lot of the costs and risks associated with that. We moved into talking about a product portfolio. This was really interesting. So in week five, I do work with a lot of single product entrepreneurs. They've made one stellar product and 
their business growth has stagnated or gone down considerably. And they're thinking, hey, if I just ran some Facebook ads or I just got an influencer, I'd be back on top. But in reality, the best strategies are develop another product, get supporting SKUs, so simple products, again, really simple products, generally existing products that are rebranded for them, private label, and start bundling or start selling products just directly to their list, soft launches. It's how we're able to grow businesses really quickly. It's not some magic trick, we just develop new things. We sell more stuff. So when we look at what makes a functional business over time, it's not that one shot kill amazing idea that you had in the shower that's the inspiration from Zeus. It's how does this work in concert with a system of things? Again, this is system level thinking. And how is this going to help our customers achieve a certain result? So instead of one product, how can we create four products? How can we bring in and how can we bring in maybe a training or a software or somebody else's product? How can we collaborate with them to build something better than just our one thing? So product portfolios, very important. We start thinking about that immediately. Even if I'm not gonna execute on that strategy, we start thinking about it immediately because this is a massive growth opportunity that people miss. We walked into feedback testing. Like I see, I had that idea. I started this whole thing and I thought, hey, I'm gonna make this fitness product. Maybe I'll make a weighted vest. Maybe I'll make this, maybe I'll make that. And by talking to people, getting their customer stories, I realized that that was not what I wanted to do. That's not what I should do. And went down a path of instead of helping people achieve the finish of these high discipline programs like 75 hard, et cetera, we went down a path of how do they achieve the tasks? How do high performance people achieve those tasks? How can we enable people to become high performance people? So that's in productivity, discipline, focus. Can we build a business around helping people achieve that aspirational identity of that ultimate entrepreneur that has everything together? I don't think anybody really has everything together. It's just a moving and building and growing, but how can we facilitate their growth? Can we create a product brand around productivity, focus, and discipline? And once we started focusing on that, because that's what all the stories, all the shortcomings came from those elements. It's able to identify simple products, build out a portfolio of those products of what we'll be releasing now, six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, what collaborations that we could do, different ways of augmenting the launch. But in a really simple basis, in week six, we talked about feedback testing. It's just going out and talking to people about the solution. Hey, what do you think about this? Have you ever tried something like this? Not really covering everything, but just getting feedback, getting initial feedback from people first, one-on-one, -on -one, and then next at scale. We started running ads to test out headlines and messaging and pictures and started cycling through that. And that's what we've been up to for the last month or so. But if you're on video, you can see, or you can follow on Instagram or my Facebook page, we have this really simple light cube that I'm gonna add some science to, some interesting uh, research for cognitive enhancement, but it's just a really simple product. And when we started talking about it, 
feedback was very positive, and we're able to support that with data through a reservation funnel. So getting people to hit a landing page, give us their email, and then subsequently testing it with a $1 spend to reserve our early bird pricing. And now we're deep into engineering and prototyping, and we're talking about the marketing, the launch, and they still have the campaign video and the campaign page and the Shopify page and the product, the product page and uh, lots of stuff to build. And that's what we're doing now. And that's what we're covering. It, this is a, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but when I hit each of these stages and we break it up into the pieces and we take that really simple approach, you can see that, yes, it's still a lot of work. Yes, it's still difficult, but it's simple. It's simple and it's replicable. It's something that if you're following along and you're in the private community, if you signed up for endhype.club, you're in that free section of it and you, you have access to the recordings each week. If you're in the paid community, if you're in uh, the endhype community, you, you have access to all the cheat sheets and roadmaps and all the things that I build for each week. So you can just follow right along. It's, it's not impossible. It's not impossible to do this after your nine to five or your 7.30 to four or whatever your hours are. It's not impossible to spend a couple hours every day and just start. It's not impossible to launch a physical product brand if you follow these steps. And there's no trick here. There's nothing that I'm leaving out. There's nothing that I'm saying like, and then there's one simple trick that you have to pay me a ton of money for because I don't really operate in this. I work with companies that are established and stuck and I help get them unstuck and grow. I don't work with people that are just launching, but I launched my own products and I wanted to launch my own product brand. So I figured eh, instead of just developing a product and putting it out there, let me use Kickstarter. I don't really need to use Kickstarter, but I thought, hey, let's do this publicly because then people can follow along. And that's really cool because I want you to start a product brand. I want you to start a product line. I want you to grow your business. And if I give you the roadmap to do it, just try it. Meet me halfway. Watch some of the content. Answer some of your questions by watching the steps that we took each week. And then down the road, when you're doing 10K, 20K, 30K a month, and you're like, I want to add a zero to the end of this. I want to really grow. Then we can work together. But for right now, I'm just putting, I'm just putting out free content. And it's, it is step-by-step -step content for everybody to follow. So it's saying I'm getting a little bit more direct in the sales of this right now versus in the past. It's like, because I really want people to see what I'm doing and follow it. It's fun for me, but I want to have impact. The whole point of Red Blue Collective is so people will launch and grow physical product businesses so we can enjoy manufacturing, we can enjoy holding our idea in our hand. And because five years ago, six years ago, I was sick of people coming to me and saying, oh, I've mortgaged my house, I've sold my car, et cetera, and I built a prototype, but I don't have any product and I don't know how to sell it to anybody. So I thought, man, I can't just develop products like this. I will never get to manufacture anything. 
I'll never get to develop really cool products unless these people can run businesses and they can sell product. They can actually sell. It's really hard to make stuff if nobody's selling it. So one of my personal missions is to make cool stuff. Well, it's really hard if they can't actually sell it through to make that happen. So started getting into this whole consulting and coaching piece of the world. That's how I ended up here. I've just... I just want people to actually build reasonable businesses. And that's resulted in lots of startups that I work for, getting seven figures of funding, doing eight figures of business. It's resulted in me launching products and brands. It's resulted in lots of opportunities. It's a lot of work, but I've built my personal brand around helping people grow physical product businesses and being that advocate for product and for manufacturing. And I just want to share that and bring that directly to end hype. So it's not just about interviewing people. It's not just about telling you one tactic a week. Look, I'm putting this all together in a line. And if you're in that community, you can watch those recordings or you can just jump on the lives that I'm doing every week and ask me questions and you can follow through and you can launch your own product. You can launch your own brand. And if you have a company, you could follow this to launch new products at very low risk and high speed, which is kind of the point. So I appreciate you listening to this, but I really am putting out a tremendous amount of content to help people solve those sticking points, to solve those obstacles, jump over that chasm that I see holding people back. If you need something, if you have a question that if answered, change your life, change your business, take you to the next level, DM me, message me, let me know what that is. I'll add it to the ultimate product launch campaign, or I'll do a podcast episode on it, or I'll do a live on it. I am putting out content specifically to help people solve problems when growing their business. I get ideas like this from you. I know what to put out from you. So please meet me halfway and just message me and tell me what you need. And I'll answer that question or I'll bring on one of my friends, I'll bring on an expert from my network to answer that question in a definitive way for free that no one else, no one else offers for free. But that's it for this week. I really appreciate it. And again, you're gonna be hit with a little post roll Hey, here's how to sign up for the Ultimate Product Launch Campaign. If you're listening to this within reason of it launching, just at least go to the page, check out what I'm putting out there. And if it's of interest, sign up. If you have questions, message me. But I appreciate you. Keep making amazing things. Keep building businesses and build a business that you actually like.